Welcome back to the second shear on the monumental Sicha, Simen Gimel and Dvar Malchus, the Sicha on the subject of Today we're going to do Mirtashem, Ois, Sifim, Hei, Vav, and Zion, which is the second proposed solution and the reasons why they rejects this Pirush. Where we're left off so far is we're back to square one, really, where there's a stira to the Rambam. The Rambam says, the world's going to operate as it always has when Mashiach comes with no natural change. And this is contradicted by the fact that both the Torah's Karim, the man the Gemara says, that Elon Israq will begin to bear fruit when Mashiach comes. And as we discovered in the previous year, the reason why the question comes specifically from this prophecy as opposed to other ones, especially since the Torah itself actually lists other uh, supernatural phenomenon or changes in natural order that's going to happen when Mashiach comes, but it would seem that it picks this specifically for two reasons that we addressed a little bit uh, in the last year. Number one is like the main point that it makes in the Sicha and the Pinim of the Sicha is that the context in Teres Kayanim and in the Gemara is that this prophecy is literal, not a uh, mushal, as one could say about any other view that they're mashalim. This one specifically is literal given the context in which the Gemara states it. Now, I, I'm highlighting the Gemara because Lachorah, um, the Teres Kayanim, has other prophecies that are literal. Why is there asking from this one? Lachorah, because the Gemara also says it, and in the context of the Gemara, it's also literal. Number two, if we're going to bring a contradiction to the Rambam's opinion that it has to be a change in nature, not just a one-off miracle, or like, you know, like we describe it as a punctuation in nature, but it has to be a shift in nature. And we saw this in the Shulah Gillian at the end on Harder 31, that it's a difference between a Ness versus a Shinui and Minuk. And uh, for example, it's going to be miracles leading up to the coming of Mashiach. doesn't mean that the world's going to change in natural order. It just means there's going to be miracles that happen. Now, the fact that Elon and Israq are going to begin to be fruit has both of these elements. Number one, the context of the Gemara and the Teres Kayanim is that it's going to be literal, especially the Gemara. I, I think especially the Gemara, because in the Teres Kayanim, there are other um, Yehudim. And the Rebbe doesn't quote them as the Siddha. The Rebbe quotes specifically this one because I think, because the Gemara also says it's literal, given the context, right? Because it comes after the Maisa with the Rebbe Hanina, who is give respect to Archisrael, which is certainly literal. And right after that, the Gemara makes this comment about Elon Israq. And number two, because this is not a, just a one off miracle, it's a change in nature. And not just in Archisrael, but universally, as we discussed in the last year. Now the Rebbe introduces another possible solution to this problem, and the Rebbe is going to reject it. Then in the next year, we'll get to the beginning of the Rebbe's Biyur. So we are here as Sif Hei. The Sefer Avodah Sakhodesh, the Sefer called Avodah Sakhodesh, Mavayar explains, that when the Rambam writes that the world is going to operate on its natural order, this means to say, this means to say that the Ebishter is not going to be something that's outside the purview of nature. Rather, Everything that exists in creation, you will be, and as the Rebbe says in R35, this is a quote directly from the Avedis HaKadosh. Right? That the entirety of the world is going to revert back to its original state prior 
to the Chet Etadas. When the Ebishter created the world, the world existed in a certain reality, and that was the natural order of our world. And because of the Chet Etadas, things changed. And when Mashiach comes, we're going to go back to the original nature. We're going to be, we're going to go back to the original nature. All right? You know, one of the uh, translations of the word Teva, I bring this a few different translations to the word Teva. And one of them is, that's something which is fixed. Uh, meaning to say that really there's no difference between a Ness and Teva. The difference between Ness and Teva is, and Ness happens infrequently and Teva happens repetitively. So uh, at one point in time, the nature of the world was different. And now the nature of the world is what some way, is one way. But then when Mashiach comes, we're going to go back to its original nature. And that will be, and therefore, as ever says, Mela And therefore, there's no contradiction from that which the Tereus Kainim says. And the Gemara, Sheetz Osid Lios. And therefore, there's no contradiction from that which the Tereus Kainim said. The other, not the Nisrak, but the other Yehudim of Mashiach coming. For example, it's going to take one day to produce fruit. And likewise, other such statements for Chachamim about what seems to be the miraculous nature of the Messianic era. Because, because all these things are not a true change in nature. Because that's the way it was the beginning of creation. That did create, that did make fruit right at the beginning, right away in one day. And we're going to go through the whole entire Oise and then we'll go back to the Aris. Look at them all in their totality. But first, let's get the flow of the ice. Now, Pisa Yishlemar, basically says that we can say, we can say the same thing is true about the two Inyanim mentioned before. Number one, Mishpati that when Mashiach comes, there's not going to be any wild animals, which seem to be a change in nature, which was derived Shiloh from this Pasuk. And the fact that Ilan Israq will start to produce fruit. And this was the Rebbe's Shiloh. So now we can use the Abedis HaKadosh to answer both these questions. So that's the Rambam, then the Rambam is you, nothing's going to change in the nature of order, in the nature of the world. Because this is the way it was before the Chet Das, that was animals were not wild. And all trees gave all trees gave fruit, even in, even those which are today in Israq. So all, as the Rebbe says here, all, all fruits bear, all trees bear fruit. And there was no animal that Caused any damage. But when, but because of the chetet zedask, when Hashem says you're going to be eating the, the, the fruit, the earth is going to make uh, thorns. So that is in, that is indication. So at that point, trees became some trees became barren, stopped producing fruit. And now, as a result, the certain animals that got this new nature to to cause damage. And because Mashiach comes, the world is going to revert back to its original state. Before, so this becomes the nature of the world. And it's not a contradiction to the nature of the world because that was the original nature as it was before. Okay, let's go through the hardest. The first we have here, it's a simple, it's a push to be here. Basically, we'll be looking at the hardest, 37, 38, 39, and 40 and 41. So let's begin with 37. 
So first the Rebbe said that before the Eitz Das, uh, all trees gave fruit and animals did not cause harm. So first they're told us to look in the Ramban and Bukhaisai, which we saw already at the beginning. Um, I think it was hard. Uh, Part of four, we saw the Ramban, but over there we looked at the Ramban, actually the other Pirish in the Ramban, the two Pirish in the Ramban, and we looked at the other one. We're gonna look at it now in a second as well. And let's look up these two sources and then we're gonna get into what this uh, parenthesis is all about. So here's the Ramban. So the Ramban quotes the Pasuke and he quotes the Teres Kodim, which brings two opinions, which says, meaning to say, they won't be around in the world. And here he explained it to mean that it's that animals will not arrive because there's going to be so much abundance, the animals won't actually attack people because there's no need to. And this is what they're referred to in heart of four, why the Rambam doesn't um, raise this pasuk as a possible contradiction to his idea that everything is a marshal because this one can be kipshutta, it doesn't have to be a marshal. How is it not a marshal? Because of this pirush. Because the world is abundance, and therefore, because there's abundance in the world, therefore the animals have no need to attack people. And Takasan against Chesa Mason, that animals won't even need to attack each other because there's abundance. Right? The, the uh, Rambam quoted from Aristotle that said that naturally speaking, in Egypt, their animals don't attack each other as much because there's abundance of food. So that's a natural phenomenon. But then you have the Ramban's actual pshat that, that the fact that there's not, uh, then you have the Ramban's pshat as he follows the opinion of Rabbi Shimon, which says, that is to say, that they're no longer going to be wild, wild. That is to say, that is to say, the negative nature of animals to behave uh, damagingly, to behave um, harshly, is going to be removed from them. And this is the Ramban, and this is the correct shot, says the Ramban. And he goes on to say, at the beginning of creation, as you can see here, if you look at my pointer, beginning of creation, while animals ate from the earth, there was no, there was no problem. And therefore, I'm going to come. That animals are going to go back to being their natural tame state. But then it ends up going to Mashiach. The point being, it says over here again, Okay, actually, this is important to notice. Here, the Ramban is talking about Eretz specifically. Therefore, because Eretz is going to be back to where it's supposed to be. Therefore, which is not to be wild. Okay. That is the Ramban Matayra, which says that the natural, that the nature of animals not to cause damage is going to go back to the way it was before the Chet Etadas, because it's always going to be a state of perfection. Then we have this drasha. drasha. So we'll go through it a little quickly. Therefore, the Ramban therefore is curious about the Rambam. The Rambam, you know, makes this and poo poos them, you know, uh, makes light of them. And, you know, puts the nature on a pedestal. Because if you 
that this that there is possible to be miracles. We actually saw this in the previous uh, video in the previous year, where there actually the Ramban also writes that he that he rather that the, that Toda and and uh, and uh, logic rationale not be a contradiction, and therefore he tries to explain everything in natural phenomenon. And here the Ramban is uh, classic. Ramban is pushing back against that and saying, no, there is an Indian of miracles and it's a beautiful thing and so on and so forth. Why does the Rambam say This is the Rambam's way of saying that uh, it must be a mushal because if you take the Apostolic literally, it, it almost sounds like the animals are doing tshuva. And uh, why would that be the case? So it must be a mushal. So it says, the Apostle already said that, we're going to, that there is looking that uh, wild animals will stop being wild. The time of Teres Kohenim, we see the Teres Kohenim, which we mentioned before. Abhuddha says we get rid of them. And Abhuddha says they're going to lose their damaging nature. What's greater, Tash? What's, what's the bigger praise? That there's just no more wild animals that just don't exist? Or that wild animals are there and they still don't do any hezek. That's when there's a real chidush. Hashem settles, Shabbos becomes the name of rest. So Hashem settles all the damaging nature that exists amongst those who are damagers, the yazikim. Taking it literally. That an animal, that the... Um, that a child will be able to play at the opening of a, of, of a snake and a viper won't be, right? This means that a child can put his finger into the eye of a, of a viper. I think that's what it is. And can take, and can take uh, the, 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 um, the liquid, the, the moisture from the animal, from, from the viper, and nothing's gonna happen to it because the nature of the wild beast will be subsumed no more. This is what it says in Teres Kohen. And the Kilo Yisrael, which Ramban, Ramban addressed, the Ramban is now saying, what, the, the Yidin are now going to reject this and say it's not literal? No. Whether he said Tzakar B'Huda that, no long, that they no longer exist. Whether he said Tzakar B'Shimen that they exist, but they're not going to do any damage anymore. That animals are no longer going to be wild. Because Yidin are going to serve Hashem. So generally speaking, in the Torah, when the Torah says Vishpati Chayyim and Aretz, it's talking about Yidden, right? If Yidden follow the instructions, so because Yidden are now serving Hashem, therefore, and, and Goyim are not necessarily following Hashem, right? But Yidden are in Bukhkoisetelechon, and therefore Lesharon is Ksiv Vishpati Chayyim and Aretz. When Eretz Yisrael, in Eretz Yisrael, in the in the context of the Pasuk of Bukhkoisai, where the Pasuk is talking about Yidden behaving properly, so Yidden will have this miraculous effect. However, you want to touch it, either way, the point is because Yidin are behaving in Eretz Yisrael, therefore Hashem is going to provide, make this miracle for them. Okay, so that's going to get to the Pasuk. So when Mashiach comes, all, the, all people are going to serve Hashem, not just Yidin. And therefore the miracles of the Chukaisai, which were meant for when you didn't behave properly, now apply to everybody because everybody's behaving properly. And therefore,
And hey, you're not even making a brachas. If you're not even is that better? Is that In other words, the, the, the brisa brings a pasuk, brings a raya from a pasuk of midbar shenim hashabbos to say that whatever you see by yidden when they behave will happen to all the people, to all the whole world when Mashiach comes, because everybody then is going to behave. Anybody, anybody, everybody then is going to be following the Ebeshter. So now we see why the Rebbe quotes both the Ramban and the Pasuk of Bukhkarsai and the Ramban and the Rebbe Shem because they lead one to the next. The Ramban, Alatayda, only talked about Eretz Yisrael, because that's the Pasuk in Bukhkarsai Telechu, Eretz Yisrael Alashem was, because Yidin are going to be properly behaving in Eretz Yisrael. Therefore, Tishbas Ras Men Hagam, Biyamdu Al-Tel but now we're discovering from Teres Hashem Tvimah that the same thing applies to the entire world when they all behave. So, right? Actually, the truth is over here, it also ends by saying, where is it? The curse that uh, the snakes will bite, there will be strife between between people and animals. Because of the chait, all chais now are chais are always on people. And without the chait, it goes back to the way it was. But what the Torah, the Rosh Hashem adds, that the Ramban and Torah did not mention, is the fact that it becomes universal. But the Potsk is talking about Yidin, in Eretz And now the Torah says that now that when Mashiach comes, all people are going to behave the way Hashem wants, so they'll also get this miracle. Or not miracle, but rather, this idea that animals won't disturb them because it reverts back to the way it was to prior to creation. So now let's go back to the Hara, look at this parentheses and see what happens here. We have here three Udin really. Let's do the easy ones. We have this idea of Ilan Esrak. Yeah, Ilan Esrak, producing fruit. That's the Iker Shaila here in, in, in the Sikha. And that the Rebbe is, is borrowing from the Vedic tradition saying that Ilan Israq had fruit, or there was no such thing as Ilan Israq before the Chet. And now when Shiach comes, it goes back to the way it was, and therefore all fruit, are, even, in all, even trees that are now Ilan Israq will bear fruit, because that's the way it was before the Chet. One yud. The other yud is Mishpat Echai Ram At this point, it would seem like Mishpat Echai Ram is the same thing as Ilan Israq. Like we saw from the Ramban, that goes back to the way it was, before the chait, when there was no, when there was no highest rois, or the highest were not rois, right? Even though, putting in parentheses, we read before in R14, right, way at the beginning, R04, I'm sorry, that the Rambam can be learning at the first chapter in the Rambam, right? That because it's going to be plenty, therefore, naturally, animals won't need to attack. So it's nothing to do with the fact that it's going back to the way it was before the chet, but it's a natural phenomenon that when there's plenty of food, animals don't need to attack people. And like the Ram, Rambam wrote, Mason, they won't even attack each other. But you could be Michelle of these two in Yonim, that Hagufa, the reason why before the chet they tadas, animals were not wild is because there was plenty. And then when Mashiach comes and and the world is behaving properly, so now we can go back to there being plenty in the world, and therefore the natural phenomenon will be that animals won't be won't be wild. Okay, but certainly in these two Yehudim, Ilona Israq, 
producing fruit and what we're doing is we're going back to the original nature of the way it was before before the chet. Now the question becomes the third yud. The third yud is where that the Rambam did say clearly in Sefer Yad that it's a marshal. Right, so how did Rambam be Shaya that Rambam said? I'm saying, I it says Nishaya Kevis is Evan Kevis. That's a marshal. Now, if Hispati Chayyim Menoharetz means to revert back to the way it was in a natural phenomenon at the beginning of creation, then why not say the same thing by Gerizevim Kevis? Why are you saying that that's a marshal? Right, because the, you know, now we're adding another another requirement for our beer. Whatever beer you're going to give to Ilan Esrak. Or for that matter, the Ravid's question has to still remain true that Gerizev Mechavis remains a marshal. And over here, if Ishpati and Ilana Israq is not a marshal, it's Kipshutai. And yet it's still not a because going back to the way it was before Chayit, so why not say the same thing about Gerizev Mechavis? Why say that Gerizev Mechavis is a, is a marshal? So if this Rebbe says something and he concludes the Dayat Tarah so Masha'in came, the Gerizev Mechavis. When it comes to Gerizev and Kevish, Mefarish and Ambam Shum Marshal, which the Rambam says is a Marshal, Yeshlema, we might say this feeling that Rambam, the Rambam's of the view, Mashenkin Rambam, Shubit Monogish Lolam, that Gerizev and Kevish, if we were to take it literally, would be Bitl Monogish Lolam. Why? Because even prior to the sin, when there's no Chayis Rois, that was the whole point of this, they would attack each other to eat. But not to do damage. So they would eat, but not maliciously. They wouldn't attack maliciously. They would attack to eat. And therefore, it didn't, it didn't really have the matzav of Gerizev and Keves. Okay, so there's beers like this. The reason why Gerizev and Keves is still a, is a marshal, because in the Ramam's view, we didn't have full time, full fledged Gerizev and Keves before, before uh, the Chetu Tadas. So there was splitting between Ishpati Chayram and Aretz, where and animals being vicious, and gezev and keves, which is not a question of the motive of the animal. It's a question of the fact the animals are not, attach, are not attacking other animals. And the Rambam, the Rebbe is saying that in the Rambam's view, before the Chetet Adas, animals were not malicious, so there was no Chayas Rois, but they still wasn't there gezev and keves because they would still eat each other just to eat. And this, of course, is the Dain Tzarechi. And we can think of a few levels of why to Dain Tzarechi. First of all, Mehechetesa, to split between animals being malicious versus animals attacking for food, number one. Number two, I mean, we have to, I don't know the sciences of, another reason for dying, I don't know the sciences of animals, but do animals today attack just because they're bored, just because they're malicious? Or do lions attack uh, whatever it is, gazelle, because they're hungry, right? So what's the difference between before the chet, not the chet? Umagam, I think this is the real reason for the tzarechim, because you remember from the Yigeras of Mason that we read, there, the Rambam writes that the natural phenomenon of animals not attacking each other, each other, is because there's going to be plenty of food. The Ramban, in that first Pirush, al in the Pirush Alpi, um, Divrei, Alpi Divrei right, that they won't attack people because Biyoyi But the Rambam, in his Yigeres Ches Mason, we can back up, we can see it, we looked at it in the last year. He writes, they won't even attack each other because there's plenty. Now, if they won't have attack each other because there's plenty, then that is their Yigeres Evan Kevis Kipshutai. Now, if that's the case, then it's a sort of even to say that before the Chet Etadas, they 
attack each other because they were hungry, but not out of malice. And now, when Mashiach comes, and now they're attacking out of malice. And when Mashiach comes, there's going to be another element that they don't even attack each other. While we're ignoring the fact that there's plenty in the Rambam's Egeretzchismism, where he teaches that when there's plenty, they actually don't attack each other. They don't, they don't, even, they don't even attack each other. Right, where is it? Yeah. Even not attacking each other. So that's the I think why there's a Sarah in here, a Sarah Because if you're saying, Mishpat, in other words, the bottom line is that if you're saying Mishpat Raman Aretz means they're reverting back to the way it was, then why not say the same thing by Gerizev and Keves? And it's a Sarah to split between Gerizev and Keves and Mishpat Raman Aretz for the reasons that I just mentioned. Okay. Okay, now we can go to the next Ta'ara. Okay, so then the Rebbe said in the Pneum, that Ilana Israq only started as in a phenomenon after the Chet. Before the Chet, there's no such thing as Ilana Israq. Okay, so what's the source for that? Re'eram ban ala Torah, 39. Where this is in Kenemar, Okay, so the Ramban clearly says that that Dilan Israq started at at the time of the Chet. Now the Eid Rosh's Teres Hashem Tamima there. And we looked up the Teres Hashem Tamima, we'll look at it again, but over there it doesn't mention anything about Dilan Israq. Where it talks about Mishpat Ramon Aretz. Right? But Lachuda, the reason why they was bringing that, Lachuda was bringing that to show, to demonstrate that the world is going to revert back to the way it was before the Chet. And therefore, if the world's going to go back to the way it was before the Chet, then that includes everything. So once you establish that before the Chet, there was, there was no such thing as Lan Israq, and we established based on the Teresh Hashem Tamimah that the world's going to go back to the way, based on this drasha of Teres Hashem, yeah, Teres Hashem Tamimah, that the world's going to go back to the way it was before the Chet, then that would mean that also those go back to the way it was before in terms of Lan Yisrak. And that's the Chorba, these two, these two um, sources are cited in, in this Ha'ara. And then they're asked to look at carbon iron on Teres Kayin which again will make the same point, that the fact that there's, um, that the fact that there's going to be Lan Yisrak in the future, is because going back to the way it was by Chete Tadas. Okay, so we'll look at the Torah kind of actually in more detail soon. But look over here at Ois Vav, see my pointer. The the, the Torah is going through a bunch of different things that are going to happen when Mashiach comes, and in a lot of ways, comparing it to Kamoisha Kibederach Shaasa B'mei Adamarishim before the Chet, where Ois Peres Ben Yomai Ha'etz Nachal. And Ilona Israq will produce fruit. Now, if you look at Shanab Vav, hey, Minaisha eats also least Nachal, Tamalimar eats pre. Now, this Posik eats pre is not a description of Mashiach's time, it's a description of what it was like before the Chet. And therefore, the Kobana Iron asks, 
This Pasuk 8's pre is talking about creation. So how does that prove to us that when Mashiach comes, it's going to be that way? That also the Eretz Li is Nacha. So says the Korban Aaron, the Pasuk says, it's a certain written period, it's fruit. That's what I mean to say, it's going to give the fruit that it had by nature. The nature that it had prior to the, prior to the Chet, it's original nature. That whatever was then is, you know, the same thing as what's going to be the Neflois that Hashem's going to do. So again, the, um, the carbon iron is saying that the Teres Koyen is telling us that Yisra eats Nechal and quoting a Pasuk describing creation because the reality is, based on the Teres Koyen, that whatever, whatever existed at the time of creation is going to happen when Mashiach comes. And therefore, the Teres the, the Koyen could, could bring a Pasuk to describe what it was like before the hate to tell you what's going to be when Mashiach comes. And he includes in the list, Ilana Israq. Okay. Now we look at Ha'ara Ha'ara 40. Here the Rebbe Mitzayin 2, Ramban and Drashat Torah, Hashem Tamimah. And this, this letter 40 comes in the words that the world's going to go back to the way it was. Again, the Ramban Al-Tayra tells us that it's going to go back to the way it was. And the Ramban in Teresh Hashem tells us that it's going to be the same way universally. And that's why there was, again, citing to that. Even though over there, it doesn't necessarily specifically talk about Ilan Israq. It just talks about Mishpat Yichayra Menaretz. Okay? Then the Rebbe finally tells us, um, But there it says, he ate not superior, that the fruit will bear its, its uh, fruit. Magid, shaloy not superior to meaning to say, ate not superior, the tree will bear its fruit. That means until now it hasn't been bearing its fruit. So what's they say to Mizu? Lahore they say to Mizu is to indicate that the anomaly is not the fact that later it's going to produce what is, it's going to produce fruit. It's supposed to do fruit. It's period. But by Lamhaza it's not doing it. So this further points to this fact that the fact that Elon is producing fruit is actually its nature. It's eight not superior. It just happens to be, but Elon has it's not. Because so far it's not doing what it's supposed to. But really, what's its nature? To produce fruit. Okay, so this is the beer uh, that we're suggesting now based on the Vedas I'm sorry. That that when the Rambam says that the world's going to be Olam Kamen Hagen Og, it means going back to its original Teva, the original Han of prior to the Chet, which includes Mishpat Yechayra Menoretz, and that includes no such thing as Ilan Israq, all trees bearing fruit. Now the Rambam goes even further. Before the Rebbe explains why he rejects this Pshat, he first is Medayik in this in the Torah's Kodim and the Gemara, based on this Pshat. So we had two sources for the fact that Ilan Israq are going to bear fruit. One is the Teres Kohenim and one is the Gemara. The Diuk, yes, last in the last year was that in the Teres Kohenim it says, Teres Kohenim says that Ilan Israq Stam will give fruit. 
And the Gemara says, Ilon That was the diuk that I said in the previous diuk, which the diuk still stands. So, I mean, even, even after there was beer from the Rambam, in some ways you should go back to Teres Kavadim and Gemara and use these diukim to learn there. And diuk number two now is, Teres Kavadim Haloshin Hu, Ilon Esrak, Asidim Lios Oisen Peres. They're going to make fruit. That they will, that they will carry, or that they will, um, that they're going to bear out fruit. So what's the difference between oisim and They're going to make fruit like everybody else makes fruit. What's the difference? This makes apples and this makes other fruit, whatever it is. They're going to bear out fruit, meaning to say it's against its nature. Not the regular, ordinary growth of a tree. It's going to bear out something that it doesn't have. So it's a chidush in, in it. So again, the fact that the are going to bear fruit when Mashiach comes, Either is a boyfriend shall chidush. And that, that way, obviously, the Rambam cannot be that way, because Rambam says, or it's an oifen of, like everybody else bears fruit. It's also supposed to fruit. It just happens to be for the last few thousand years, it's been robbed of its nature to give fruit, and therefore oif appears. And that would be like the Rambam, which is that it means it goes back to its original nature as it was prior to the head. Then there was Madaik. This difference, whether it's oisipri like everybody else, because that's that's its nature, or yitnu pedis, because it's doing so against its nature, is behesim to the psukim that they quote. Something we noted also before, based on the Yitnu period versus the posuk in Yoel. So I'll tell you kind of lemon about posuk, the Yitnu the Yitnu period. That the tree of the field will give its fruit. Like every other tree in the field gives fruit, this will also give fruit. And if the Terrace Kernim is saying this is a natural phenomenon going back to the way it was before Eitadas, which is what the Terrace Kernim kept on saying, that all these miracles are going to be as it was when, when um, as it was when other medicine was there before the Chet. And so it's a redundancy. Tree is giving its fruit. And Tainavagefen giving it strength. It's the same thing. And Ashi explains, because it said that the Tain and Gefen are anyway going to be giving it strength. We already know that trees that have fruit are going to bear fruit. So man less superior. So what's the added thing that a tree is going to make fruit? Ah, that means trees that aren't Tain of a Gefen. That means pretty. So how does this pasuk indicate that it's not? A natural thing for these trees to give fruit, but rather a new nature. It's or it's a miraculous bearing of fruit. Kolaymar says the Rebbe. Shaposet Madgish four things. Aleph number one, mechalik bein eights, regular trees, the tain of a geffen, which are eights pretty. It makes that chiluk. The pasuk the eights asal the yitin periyoy is a universal statement about all trees. And therefore, when Mashiach comes, all trees are going to give fruit because all trees are really the same. But in the pasuk of Keitzah Southern Nisim Piriyah and Tainu Begefen Nisim Chelam, and like Rashi just told us, Tainu Begefen is referring to Eitz Pri, whereas Eitz Nisim Piriyah is talking about Ilan Esrak. So the pasuk itself is mechalak between the two things. Okay, so you see it's different. Eitz Eitz slash Ilan Esrak produce fruit in one way, and Tainu Begefen Eitz Pri produce it in a natural way. Nisim Chelam. Number two, 
when it comes to HP, like I just pointed out, they're going to give their fruit like Oysa, because just the way it is, it, it, it's been giving fruit for the last 5,000 years, and now it's going to continue giving fruit. Maybe in another Oifen, maybe they'll give it more strongly, but it's still giving fruit as it always has been. Nesina. But the Gimel, the Fiat Shalahem, they're going to give their strength, because that's what they're supposed to do, because they've always been doing that, because said, these are eight pre. But the Chay number four, Bilan Israq, when it comes to Bilan it's in an Oifen of their carrying fruit, not that they're giving fruit. If he's carrying something like the same Lashon as Yitnu, it's carrying something that's external and foreign to it. But not just by regular, ordinary uh, growth. Okay. Now, I just want to point out here, I, I, I think, I could be wrong, but I, something tells me that these four things, or certainly the letters Aleph Beis Gimel Dalad, is from the Rebbe's Xaviad. That's, I just have this hunch. And if someone knows where I can find the Xaviad and put it in the comments, I'd love to see it. But anyway, I just want to point out something that that Lohaven, first of all, I think Bayes and Dalad are the same. Right? In other words, we're trying to make a distinction. Never pointing out that there are that the Pasuk is being Magdish four things. Right? It, it sounds like it's almost like a Shtayim Shein Harab, Shein Arba, right? Because Bayes and Dalad are the same. That by eight pre it says Nos Nuchelam, and by Elon Srak is Noise. Like that's the just juxtaposition. In other words, that's really one item, Lachorim. That when it get to H3, it says Nosnum. Mashenki Bilan Israq, it says Noisa. Now, if it's Shtayim Shehein, you know, if it's one that's really two, then why is it separated by Gimel in the middle? It should just be H3, Mashenki Bilan Israq, it says Noisa. By H3, it says Nosnum, and by Bilan Israq, it says Noisa. Why separated by this other thing in the middle, making as if they're two separate remarks, when seemingly they're just, you know, the counter of each other, I don't know. Number one, so the first thing is the And the other one is, he says that, that by um, pre it says, and this is the Chorah why Bayes and Gimel come together, because these two are talking about pre as opposed to the way it is by Eitz Stam. Right? In other words, first, it tells us that there's Mechalat between Eitz and pre. Number two, he tells us, number two and three, he tells us what it says by pre And number four, he tells us what it says by, by Elon Srak. Now, the, the number four, which he told us by Lenisrak, is really just the opposite of what it says in by Bayes, but it's pretty. So I don't know why it's another item. But another thing I'm loving loving is there is Medaic that by it's pretty, it says Nosnu Chelam, Shalahem. It's their thing. It's their strength, as if this is this is the way it's always been. Now, the same thing is said by Eitz Noisa Piriyoi. It's fruit, like we saw from the Karbanan, who's Medayik that, which that was Messiah into, right? Well, here it says, Ella Shasama Khatana, Amashkash Shabaymer, Piryoi, Ratsalam Yukhid Loy, Kafit Tivish Nasnakal Bor, Kasunasan Loy, Hola Kodam, Achet Adam, Kodam, Shakhat Adam Bishan. So I don't know what the Diuk of Gimel is, that Chelom is Teva Shalahem, and Eitz Piryoi is not Pedo Shalahem. I, I, I'm not sure. I can think of possible as it has buried him. That Nosnul Chelon is talking about the actual tree, that the tree itself naturally produces it. Whereas Piryoi, its fruit, isn't talking about what the eight has. They're rather, it's talking about the fruit, not the tree. But again, from the carbon iron, it doesn't seem like that way. But anyway.
someone has any uh, clarity on that, feel free to send me a message or to comment in the uh, on, on this on the bottom of the uh, YouTube video. Okay, all to say that that the um, the Todas Kionim which says Oisin Pedos because it's natural phenomenon as it was prior to creation, therefore it's a subject period yite naturally. As opposed to the Gemara, oh, one second, the covenant iron quote of the Pasuk, which says, which Pasuk? Period, is it Nice Peter? Or which one is it? Eaten Period or no? It's a sort of Yitin Period, it's talking about Yitin, which is the natural Pasuk, as opposed to Nasa Period. But against the same. Same Russian period. So I'm not really sure that there's a difference. I mean, the difference, the difference of Nasa and Noisin, he always been earlier, right? In Gimel, Nasa versus Noisa. But the period is what's bothering me. Anyway, even though the Pasuk the Carbon Iron quoted is the other Pasuk of H. Sabbath period. Akaponim. So the Territus kind of which says Oisin Pedos as a natural reality, because that's the way it was before creation, before Chitat uh, Das. Whereas the Gemara says Yitnu. As if like it's a foreign entity to it. It's not natural for it to produce fruit. Because Be'etzim, Etaka didn't produce fruit, according to that opinion. And that's never says now. And based on this, you might say, we're going to go through to the end of the Sif, and then we're going to come back to look at the artist. The difference between Terias Kohenim and the Gemara is connected to a Machlekes that we find in B'nai Rabba. Which over there is Machlekes, which again we're going to look it up when we go through the hardest. In Mitzilus Abrahil on Israq, the Atta, Noisipedis, Eloi. Whether or not there was such a thing as Elon Israq. One opinion says that before the Chet Etzadas, there was no such thing as Elon Israq. Every tree gave fruit, and, and the, the idea of Elon Israq started at the Chet. And the other opinion is, that there was Ilan Israq even before the Chet Etzadas. And therefore, Hatayras Kayinim, Hatayras Kayinim, Kayi followed Bishit Sreb Pinchas, the Bereish Yisraba. Shalomid, which learns, Shafilu Ilan Israq, Osipedis, that everything gave fruit, even that which today is Ilan Israq. Back then it wasn't. There was no such thing as Ilan Israq. And the Yalef and Ibn Larzib in the Pasuk, which says, the eight Oisipri. Now, Lefiza, Harimash Ilan Israq, Asidim, Lees, Oisipedis, therefore, the fact that Mashiach comes to Ilan Israq are going to produce fruit. It's not a change in This very tree is going to revert back to the way it was at the beginning. And And this is in the context of all the drushes there, as you noted before. I'm going to look at it again in a moment. The Terrier's Kohenim makes a bunch of drushes about what's going to happen to the fruit in those days. And that that it's going to and Ilon Esrak Oisin Peters. All of that comes in the context of and including that is and the same thing is true of Ilon Esrak. It's just going to revert back to its original nature. 
But the Gemara, we can say, follows the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Ben, Reb Shalom, which we're going to learn in the Teres Kayanim, where there, he's of the opinion, sorry, the opinion mentioned in the B'Rishas Rabbah, I'm sorry, that at the time of creation, the Taka wasn't, wasn't that every single tree in the, in the world produced fruit. There were, there were such a thing as Ilan Esrak. And therefore, in Cain, if so, Nimsa, the result is, Shanasi is paid as The fact that Mashiach comes, they're going to start producing fruit. It is a Chiddush. Because it never existed, even before the Chait. And that's what the Gemara says, Yitnu, that they're going to be Toyin, paid as something foreign to them. Because in the Gemara's view, slash, that one opinion of Yehuda ben Shalom in, the, in, the, in the Medrash, the Taka was no, there was such a thing as Elan Islak before the Chait and And therefore, even if the world goes back to the way it was before the Chait, it's still, it's still not going to be uh, Elan Islak, Ais and Paris. And therefore, the fact that it will be is a Chidish Maisa Bereshis. Now, which means, therefore, that the Rambam is Paskin like Teres Kainim, not like the Gemara. If it's a Machlekes, Teres Kainim and Gemara. And the Gemara is of the opinion. That before Chetetadas, there was such a thing as Elan Israq. And therefore, even if the world goes back to the way it was before the Chet, there's, there's there, there, there wouldn't be an Elan Israq. There would still be Elan Israq. And the fact that Elan Israq or Nesapetis is a Chidash in Maisabrejus. And therefore, that can't be the opinion of the Rambam. The Rambam must be following the Teres Kainim, which is of the view that that uh, it's of a Yitin Piryoi, the, the trees will give fruit because it's naturally supposed to give fruit. It's just the hate messed it up. And this is in line with the opinion in the, in the Medrash, which says that before the hate that's the Taka were trees that produced, the Taka were no such thing as trees that were Ilan Israq. All trees produce fruits, even those that are today Ilan Israq. Okay, so now we're going to go to Ha'ara 43 and 43 star, and then 246 as well. So let's look at all the relevant sources before we do that to get some clarity. We're going to go back and forth between them. So let's begin with, okay, Teres Kainim we saw here. Actually, we're gonna look at it more detailed in the next Ois, in Ois, uh, in Ois Zion. We'll look at that more detail. Let's begin with the Madras Deva quotes. Okay, so the, the, the Pasuk the says that the Agura Adama, that the earth was also cursed after the Chaita Tadas. So the Madras asks, Amar Vitzak Magdala, Afem Yeshbamana, okay, sorry. Uh, it talked before about the, uh, Earth producing flies, and that's supposed to be a punishment. But Rabbi Magdala says, no, that's actually not a punishment. It's good for them. They like to have that. Okay. So, why was the earth cursed? So, it says, Rabbi Ben Shalom and Rabbi Ben Shalom and Rabbi argued about this. said, because the earth disobeyed Hashem's command. This is what Hashem told the earth. In which ma just like the, the fruit is the tree, the fruit is eaten so to the tree itself should be eaten. So Hashem wanted that even bark should be edible. But the earth disobeyed and didn't do that. The earth produced grass, the eight oisapri, not eight pre, eight oisapri. And that's why it was punished because it disobeyed Hashem's command. Hashem said to make the eight nechal, and the earth decided, no, we're going to make eight ein nechal. 
So that is the opinion of Huda ben Shalom. Now, Pinchas Aimer, not only did it not disobey, but it actually did more than what Hashem asked. Some Colossus of Sermbaira, he was excited or decided to overdo Hashem's command. Namely, the, the ground made every tree produce fruit. That every tree, even trees that are today, they made fruits, even though Hashem didn't command it. He did more than what Hashem asked. Hashem said, make trees. Implicit was some trees without fruit. And comes the earth and says, no, we're going to do more and we're going to make eight isopri. And then because of the chet, it went back to the point. It went back, uh, and because of the chet, it lost that privilege. And some trees are indeed a as a result of the chet. Right? And um, so here's the two opinions. Rebbe Shalom says that there was such a thing as Yilon Israq. Right? Because let's just finish this. According to Rebbe Shalom, it makes sense why the earth was punished because it disobeyed Hashem's command. Hashem said to make eight nechal and it decided no. And that's why it's punished. So according to Pinchas, why was it punished? It did more than what Hashem asked. Hashem told it, Hashem didn't tell it to make every single tree bear fruit and it made every tree bear fruit. It made, did better than what Hashem asked. So why should we be punished? This is a translation. It's not the original Lashon HaMedish, if I'm not mistaken. I think the original Lashon HaMedish is in uh, Aramaic, I think. Anyway, uh, you know, cursed is the one who weaned this person. You know, we say about um, when someone misbehaves, you know, you, you know, cursed is the one who raised this person. So cursed is the earth that produced this, uh, this problem for Adam and Chava. Okay, and that's why he's also cursed. So, which comes out like this. According to Buddha Ben Shalom, it wasn't cursed for, um, it wasn't cursed for, for disobeying with regard to Ilan Yisrak, which means, there never was Ilan Yisrak. And that's the opinion of the Gemara. Whereas their Pinchas is saying, it did more than what Hashem asked. Hashem didn't ask it to make every single tree bear fruit, but it did make tree bear fruit, which means before the Chet, there was no such thing as Ilan Yisrak. And therefore, and that's the opinion of the terrorists coming in, that when Mashiach comes, to go back to the way it was before creation, before the Chet, when then, there was no such thing as Ilan Yisrak, and therefore, eight the all Trees, eight isopree, every single tree will produce bear fruit, and that's its natural way, because that's the way it was, the beginning of creation. That is the, the Madrash. So now let's look at the Ha'ara, Ha'ara 43 star. Other way, sorry. Yerushalmi Kalayim Perakei, Halacha Zayim, Lufni Haplei Moshe, that Lebeza and Amram, both are Behuda and Shalom, the same opinions are mentioned there. Behuda and Shalom and Pinchas. And there the Gemara said, there the Yoshami says, according to both of them, there were Ilan Israq then. Shaloy no Supedas, that did not bear fruit. According to one opinion, the fact that it produced Ilan Israq is it disobeyed Hashem's command. Because Hashem said to make everything make fruit. And he said, no, I'm going to make it on Israq. And that's over uh, al And that's the reason why I was cursed. The fact that it made Ilan Israq, even though Hashem said to make every single fruit bear tree, every single tree bear fruit, the fact that it made Ilan Israq is It's not a break in Hashem's command. It's actually to add to Hashem's command. How's that? 
because people need it. People need to have trees that don't make fruits so that you can use it for, for to build homes and to build things, not just for eating. Now the Rebbe is inside to the Marapanam on the Rishami and then the Farshim Abed and to what he said in the R39. So what's what's with all these Siyonim? I mean, seemingly they were just telling us that the Rishami is different than the Medrash Rabbah. The Medrash Rabbah has Machalikis whether or not there's, there was Ilan Israq before the Chait. According to Rabbi Pinchas, there was no such thing as Ilan Israq. And according to Sholem ben Yudah ben Sholem, there was such a thing as Ilan Israq. Now he's telling us that the Yishama is different. That both are Ilan Israq. Both of them agree that there was such a thing as Ilan Israq that did not have fruit. But is that fact that there's Ilan Israq a bad thing? Because Hashem said to make every single tree have fruit. Or is that a good thing? Because even though Hashem said to make, to make trees with fruit, the earth made extra trees that don't have fruit so we can use it for stones, so we can use it for building. Right? So it's a difference between Yishami and the Medrash. But let's look at these artists, these footnotes, and we'll see what's going on here. Let's start with the Medrash, with the Yerushalmi, I'm sorry. So the Yerushalmi says like this. Go is allowed to wear kalayim and to make kalayim. They can't have kalayim behema. And you can't make harkova, you can't do kilai uh, ilon, which is to make, uh, to graft crossbreed trees. Lama, why? Because the Pasuk says that trees are to grow in their types. So Hashem wants each type of tree to remain separate from each other. Because they're created in their types. The Gemara asks, it also says by grass that it's limineyan, all different, not just grass, all different, uh, uh, um, all different uh, things that grow, whatever it is, it says limineyan. And therefore, it shouldn't just be a kilai ilan that a guy is not allowed to do, but it should be all kilai, even kilai ziria, right? Because over there, it also says limineyan. Says the Gemara, no. is not in Hashem's command. Hashem didn't command the earth to produce the Shoyan Limineyan. It just said, without saying Limineyan. But when it actually produced, the earth changed from what Hashem said and added Limineyan. Okay, so now the Gemara asks, now here comes the part which is similar to the Medrash. If so, why did the earth get cursed? How you touch this thing is up for the different Mepharshim. Let's just go with the simple way, which is if the earth added, meaning Hashem didn't say Limineyan, and they made Limineyan. So why, why get cursed? So now we have the Machlekes here. Because he was cursed because he didn't listen to Hashem's command. So what was Hashem's command? Hashem said, make things grow. But, he, but that's, the earth didn't do that. So what's the difference between the command and the actual the actual of the fruit, of, of the produce from the earth, of the growth from the earth, is the word lumineu. So what exactly does that mean? What exactly did the earth do that Hashem said not to do? Now, I actually saw some of Farshim, and you could say that the difference is Hashem told him to make eight Michael. 
and he didn't make Eitz Nachal. Eitz Nachal, I'm sorry, that Hashem wanted Eitz Nachal, and he didn't make Eitz Nachal. Right? That's what you could have said. And then it would be the same as the with the Medrash Shabbat. But if you look here, it's a little bit small. I hope you can see it. This is the Pnei Moshe, which says, and that's tells us, look at the Rishonim, according to the Pnei Moshe. And therefore, he made Olin Srak. So the Pneum Moshe is touching in in Yudah Ben Shalom. That was the Pshat that the earth didn't listen to Hashem. It's in the fact that it made a Ilan Esrak. Okay, so according to Rabbi Yudah Ben Shalom in the Rishalmi, there was no such thing as Ilan Esrak. I'm sorry, there was such a thing as Ilan Esrak before the Chet. And that's why, how it defied Hashem's command. Hashem said to make no such thing as Ilan Esrak, but it made Ilan Esrak. That the fact that it made Ilan Esrak is not of Ra'al Tzivoy, but actually Sam Chabit It added. How did it add? And that's the, the how does how does uh, making Ilan Esrak an addition, a positive addition on top of Hashem's command? So explains the Pnei Moshe, which they quoted. The fact that the, it made Ilan Esrak is not to be over Hashem's command, but some was excited about Hashem's command. But Yisifan did more. But Yisia Gamal on Israq produced all the trees that Hashem expected with the with the Paris, and then added more trees that are on Israq. Why? Because people need wood and people need tree, people need buildings. So Hashem made so the earth made non-fruit bearing trees for this purpose. And then the Yashami goes on to conclude, why was it cursed? Um, if it did good, and answer because. Cursed is the one that produced the that that that, that weaned this one, you know, cursed the earth for producing the problem of the Etadas. Okay. So that explains this part of the order. Look at the Yashami, according to the Pnei Moshe, which teaches that what's the mistake according to Rav Shalom ben Yudin and Yashami? The mistake is that he made Ilan Israq. So according to Rav Pinchas, the fact that the earth made Ilan Israq was a good thing. According to Rav Shalom, Yudin ben Shalom, the fact that he made Ilan Israq was a bad thing. But the holidays, there was such a thing as Ilan Israq. And therefore, this is not like the Medrash, which said that according to Rabbi Yudin, according to Shalom ben Yudin, there was, according to Rabbi Pinchas, the earth did, uh, um, made Ilan Israq. So let, let, let's, make, let's make this a little bit clearer now. Look at this. Um, Sorry, here, made a little chart here to make it easier to follow. Okay, not all these details are clear yet because we didn't see everything yet, but let's do it for now. So the Medrash said, right? No, it didn't. It didn't. Right, and this is based on the Aura 46. So you look at Aura 46, where the Rebbe says, that uh, where is forty six? Here, that the Gemara is of the is like the opinion in the Medrash, which says that particular Sabriya there was no Ilan Israq. Sabriya says Kenu Pasha Sadashish Yehuda Bar Shalom Ben Bereishis Rabba. But according to the Rishami, everybody agreed there was no such thing as Ilan Israq. That we noted already, based on the Pnei Moshe, learning the Medrash, learning the Rishami, everybody agreed there was no such thing as Ilan Israq. There was such a thing as Ilan Israq. I'm sorry, before the Chet. 
there were certain trees that didn't make fruit. But now they're saying, Why is they're saying this? Because Huda Shimon didn't talk about Ilan Esrak. All he said was that Hashem asked Eitz Nechal. In the Medrash, the discussion of Huda Bershalom was not about Ilan Esrak. Now Pinchas talked about Ilan Esrak. That Hashem said to be Eitz Esapri, and he defied Hashem's command and made Ilan Esrak. Defied Hashem's command. And the Yerushalayim by Yehuda says that Hashem wanted Eitz Nachal, and he and he defied Hashem's command by making um, by making Eina Eitz Nachal. I'm sorry, the Pinchas in the in the in the Medrash is not Avra; it's Haisifa. It's added. Hashem said to make Eitz Oisip. Hashem said to make. Uh, Hashem didn't. Hashem allowed for the possibility of Lan Israq, and He added by making no such thing as Lan Israq. The Earth added, but but uh, Sholem, doesn't mention anything about Lan Israq in the Medrash. All He says is that Hashem wanted eight Nachal, and He didn't listen, and eight wasn't Nachal, and that was the mistake. But according to the Yerushalmi, the way the way the Pnei learned, what was the mistake of the Earth according to the according to the Yerushalmi Pnei The mistake was that. He made Ilan Israq when he wasn't supposed to make Ilan Israq. That was a mistake. Okay. Now, what's, what's the opinion of Rabbi Huda Bar Sholem with respect to Ilan Israq in the Medrash, where all he talks about is that Hashem said to make eight Nachal, and he made eight Lay Nachal. So, what's his opinion about Ilan Israq? Lachur, his opinion is basically that there, um, that there was no such thing as Ilan Israq. Because he's, he's arguing with Rapinchas. He's arguing with Rapinchas. Rapinchas said that Hashem said that he added on Hashem's command and made Ilan Israq. So, in the Medrash's view, making Ilan Israq is a positive thing, even if Hashem didn't tell you to do so. Whereas Absalom by Yehuda is saying that the earth was not doing positive action, it was undermining Hashem's command. So, if according to the Medrash, the way of Yehuda bar Shalom in the Medrash, the earth is undermining Hashem's command, why would it then go ahead and add Ilan Israq? Which in the Medrash's view is a positive thing. And therefore, says the Rebbe, the Pashtos, the opinion of Das of Uhudar Shimon is that the earth did not make Ilan Israq, because that would have been a positive thing. And Abhudabar Shalom is saying that the earth didn't do a positive thing. Okay. And therefore, we come to our chart and we say like this that in the Medrash, Abhudabar Shalom, did the tree make, were, were, were there such a thing as? Did all trees make fruit? No, there was the failure such a thing as Elan uh, Israq, because why not? There's no command one way or the other. But eight Nechal in the Medrash? No. And that's the why, this is exactly why it did wrong. But according to Rapinchas in the Medrash, the earth was only positive. Well, I, why is it cursed? It's cursed because cursed is the mother that weaned it, right? Cursed is the mother that nursed this child. So cursed is the earth that produced these trees. But really, in its command, did everything right? Did, did all Ilan Israq make trees? Absolutely. And that's how it proved its worth. That's how it added to Hashem's command. It added to Hashem's command by making all trees bear fruit, not just Ilan Israq, not just uh, some fruits, some trees make fruit, but all trees make fruit. And that's the way it added to Hashem's command. That's the Medrash. That's the Medrash of Pinchas, which would be the Torah's Karnim. Now, what's the opinion of Rabbi Pinchas? But again, it's Ma'at Nachal. He didn't say anything. 
right? It almost seems like Rabbi Yehuda Bar Shalom and Rabbi Pinchas are talking across paths because Rabbi Yehuda Bar Shalom is talking about whether it's Nachal or not. That's what he actually talked about. We actually talked about this. But we infer that because he's arguing with Rabbi Pinchas, he says this, that there were trees that didn't bear fruit. And that's what they were saying in R46. But what about Rabbi Pinchas' opinion about, about Eitz Nachal? Do we say that because he's arguing with Rabbi Shalom and Rabbi Shalom said that he didn't make Eitz Nachal, therefore he did make Therefore, Kuntar Pinchas, he did make Eitz Nechal. Now, I'm writing over here, yes, it did make Eitz Nechal. Al-Piyat based on Hashem's command. And, and this is based on the Mepharshim. Never tells us, look at the Mepharshim in Medrash And there the Mepharshim all say, if Rab Pinchas is saying that the earth did more than Hashem's command, so certainly it did Hashem's command. And if Hashem's command is it should be Eitz Nechal, then certainly it's Eitz Nechal. That's what the Mepharshim all say here. Like we see here. Okay, so the message is clear, hopefully. There's a lot of opinions, hard to put them all together, but I hope we're getting clear because of this uh, graph. I hope it helps. So, says, there were such a thing as Elonis Rak, and not all trees bear fruit, based on the Hara, because Rebuda Bar Shalom is arguing with Pinchas. And that would be the opinion of the Teres Kohen. I'm sorry, of the Gemara, that at the time of creation, there was such a thing as Elonis Rak, not all trees bear fruit. Now, Pinchas clearly states that yes, Elonis Rak also gave fruit before their Chet, and that's exactly how he proved Samcha, that he did more than what Hashem asked. Now, Pinchas, Rebuda Bar Shalom, when they get to Eitz Nechal before the Chet, says, no. He didn't. Hashem asked him to make Eitz Nachal. He didn't. And that's why he punished. According to Rav Pinchas, based on what the Mepharshim said, and he, he did, the earth did make Eitz Nachal, the trees Eitz Nachal. Why? Because if it added to Hashem's tzivoy, certainly it did Hashem's tzivoy. Now what about the Yishami? Going with the Yishami based on the Pnei Moshe, where both agree that there was no such a, that there was such a thing as Lanei and did Elon Israq make payers? No and no. The question is only of Raul Tzivoy, the fact that it decided to make Elon Israq, is that a bad thing? And that's the Pnei Moshe Taijd. Or was it a good thing? By adding new things that people can make buildings. Okay. So this could be everything that was telling us to look at. But as you saw on the order here, never tells us to look at the There was also to look at the Marakoyan, which we have Marapon, which we haven't done yet, and have listened to the Elohim 39. So, where does that fit in? So, we saw the Mafarshim to Bereshis Rabbah, and it could be that it was telling us to look at the Mafarshim to Bereshis Rabbah because the Mafarshim add this column here. That's, that's what the Mafarshim add. Mafarshim add this detail that if he added to the Tzivui, according to our Pinchas, by making, by not making Elon Israq, by making every tree give fruit, and certainly did the Tzivui of Eitz Nachal. Okay, that could be why they were telling us to look at the Mafarshim. But I think there's more because it comes in the context of in between Maraponim and Reyanis and Leir Halar 39. So what does the Maraponim say? So I'm not going to look at the whole Maraponim. It's a long Gadich, it's a Shikal Pilpul. And basically, this whole Pilpul goes around. I quoted a certain part here because it's going to be again now and again later that everybody's going to cite to it again. But he makes a whole Pilpul about uh, the halacha of whether or not you're allowed to 
be marked whether there's such a thing as Kilayim between different types of Ilan Israq. And he says, based on the, the Yerushalmi here, that the Chiyuv, or the Isra of Ilan Israq, is based on its Sivoy of Hashem, not the Haitzah. And because there was no Tzivoy to make Ilan Israq, right? There was no Tzivoy to make by Ilan Israq. It says over here. I don't know if you can read it, it's a bit unclear. Right? According to the Yerushalmi here, both according to Shalom, and both according to Pinchas, Hashem did not say to make Ilan Israq. But they went ahead and made Ilan Israq. And either that was Avral Tzivoy or that was Haisifa. But either way, Hashem didn't command it. And if the Isser of Kilaim is based on what Hashem commanded the earth should do, then because Hashem never commanded Yilan Israq, therefore, um, there's no problem to be Kilayim for Yilan Israq because Yilan Israq was never commanded to be, to be produced. So Kubidev is quoting it for that, to tell us that the Rambam's of the view that there was no such command to make Yilan Israq. And if there's no such command to Yilan Israq, maybe you can go with the opinion of Rapinchas slash that there was no such thing as Ilan Israq, and therefore Mashiach comes and it goes back to the original nature, it's going to now also not be in Ilan Israq. Even Ilan Israq will give fruit because it's not going to be such a thing as Ilan Israq. That could be where I was quoting it, but I think there's another reason I was quoting it, and that puts it in context of all the other things that were quotes. And that is over here. The Marapana writes, Bechain huwe b'rish Yisraba, Ela shenish nisk Likewise, if you look at some of the Farshim on the Tzairas Kayanim, on the Medrash, which they told us to look at. But here also he says, Same thing over here. Uh, no, does the Eitz Yosef mention this? No. But the Matnas Kuna does. So maybe they were telling us to look at the Mafarshim on the Ramba, on the, telling us to look at the Mara coin, the Mara upon him, and telling us to look at the Mepharshim of British Yisrael, tell us that Taka, there's a difference between the Madrash and the Yerushalmi. But then the Rebbe says to look before what it says in the Hara 39. We're there in the Hara 39, what do we have? The Rebbe tells us to look at the Karban Aaron and the Drashas Tzayas Hashem Tamima, whereas again, you'll remember these two are the sources for us, for this idea that when Mashiach comes, everything reverts back to the way it was before the Chet. Which would mean, I guess, it further supports that at least according to some opinion, there was such a, there, Ilan Israq existed, and uh, ev, uh, Ilan Israq produced fruit um, even before the Eitz Adas, because otherwise, you, you have two Nuschois, right? You have the Yerusha and you have the Bereshit Rabbah. And each of those two Nuschois have two opinions, Pinchas and Yudav Shalom. In the Yerusha, both opinions say there was, no, there, there was such a thing as Ilan Israq. Either it was a good thing or it was a bad thing, but there was such a thing as Ilan Israq. In the, in the Medrash Rabbah, there's only one opinion, Rapinchas, which is of the view that says that there was no such thing as Ilan Israq and that all fruit gave tree, all trees gave fruit, right? Look in here. Ilan Israq also paradise. You only have one cane. You have three loys over here. In your Shalmi, both opinions say no, not all trees gave fruit. And here also, so it's like a minority opinion. Why would you go with it? Why would you go with a minority opinion? Maybe that's why that tells us to look at these Mepharshim and look at Marapanim that. These Mepharshim are comparing the Yerushalmi and, and the Medeshaba, kind of giving the Medeshaba as much weight, so to speak, as the Yerushalmi, only that there's different Nuschais, and the different Nusach is what lands us with this opinion, 
that there was such a thing as there was no such thing as Lanisak before the hate. There's one opinion of a Pinochus. And look before Ramban and and, and look before in Hara 39, uh, where Carbon Iron writes, like we saw before, that the Torah is kind of explicitly stating that everything goes back to the way it was before the hate includes Ilan Israq, right? has another beer as to why they ever quotes all these things without giving us a clear way of stitching all these things together, um, feel free to comment or send me a message. Okay, so now we go back to the Prim of the Sikha. Hope that was clear. And there's a lot of different opinions. Hope that was clear. Hope the diagram also helped there. Okay, now let's go right there in the Sikha. Now the Rebbe rejects, explains why he rejects this shot. We cannot say that means that the world's going to go back and revert back to the way it was prior to uh, the Chet. Why can't we say that? Aleph, number one. First of all, before we even get to the Rambam, to say in Teres Karenim itself, the Teres Karenim means that all the miracles are going to happen, that is all because it's going to go back to the way with other Mauritian, that itself is shared even in the Teres Karenim before you get to the Rambam. Because the pasuk in certain elements mentioned before in the pasuk is because kind of befedish you could dash us of meramaration. Over there it says befedish. It's because of the way it was by meramaration. Is then the mumble shenes pasukim the meramaration and taka. Those are derived from sukim with regard to what happened in my sevedishes. Mashenkim and again lelon esrak loyhugutayes kind of dash us of meramaration. Doesn't say that. Is that shilon esrak asidim lees ois and pedes had his own mumble pasuk the parshas bechukaisai. The koyib will also love it. This is a different period. So let's look at Teres Kainim. The Teres Kainim begins. This is the this is the pasuk in Berachot Kaisai. Like there shall be Oisah Achshav Elokim. There shall Oisah be the Berishin. Nine shards. See the Lies Nizras for Oisah Peres Ben Yoma. Hamalim Zechah Aslan of Oisah. Vechino Oimer Tachyars Desha Eisim Malamut Shabayim Yoma Nizras Shabayim Yoma Oisah Peres. Okay, so for this, when they get to this thing that it's going to produce Ben Yoma, that's Befeidish talking about the way it was before it to us. Okay. Again, he's quoting So now again, not just uh, not just the Nizras voice of Paris but even Elon the two of voice of Paris That's again and again was introduced by this idea of But and when it comes again to but when it comes to now over here, it doesn't say but as the carbon iron pointed out, the Pasuk eights pretty comes from my Sibiratius, which means this too is because it's going back to my Sibiratius. But then when it comes to Manan Shafazan, it quotes the Pasuk in the Chokaisa, doesn't make any reference to the way it was by other Meditian. Even though the carbon iron did say so, it will be saying Labdaf. Even though the carbon iron said the same thing that the Ilan is such a 
But they're saying, not necessarily the case. It doesn't say that here. Over here, it only says that Befedish Benegea to the first two things that Zera is Oisa Benyamai and Pri and Elon Noita is Oisa Pri Benyamai and Benegea to Eitz Nechal. That you can also argue because the post, because the because the Torah Kenyan quotes the pasuk by Maisa Benegius that it's also because it's going back to the way it was. When it comes to Elon Noita, it doesn't say so. So even the Torah Kenyan Lav Dafka is it clear to say that the fact that Elon Noita is going to fruit is because that's the way it was by Tchilas Abriyim. Now, base. Even if we're going to suggest, be the magician when the medrash says at the beginning, right? Beginning. And this says the Rebbe is It's talking about all the things, and therefore even if you're going to say that, even if you're going to say that all of the elements mentioned in the med- in Teres Karim, even the idea of Ilan Israq, Isapetus, is also because Kedir Shah Isapetus, a dying Chasabir. Why? Because that's our Penchasish, Mitzada Briat, Mitzada Briat, Mitzada Briat, Mitzada Briat, Mitzada Briat, Mitzada Shinta, Matsivoy, Ilan Israq, Nasupetus, well, Achachet, he's Batlashine. According, even according to the Pinchas, which says that the that the earth produced did not produce Elon Israq, and therefore every single tree bear fruit, was because Hashem asked. It's because some Chadaita decided to add. Nimza, if that's the case, if you're gonna go back to the revert to the way its original nature is, then go back to the way Hashem wanted it. So it's not the Pshat that Hashem made it the notion thing is Elon Israq. Comes the Khait, and we take away this nature, suspend the nature that there should. That, that everything should be a fruit, and now when she comes, we're going back to the original nature. No, the nature is that there should be Elon Israq. The earth added and made no and made that even Elon Israq bear fruit. And then Hashem said, Okay, that little addition you added, I'm taking away from you because of the hate. But it's not the pshat, but that's not the pshat that, that, that this is inherently it's, it's uh, teva. If I cared, it's inherent teva is to listen to what Hashem said, and Hashem said there should be Elon Israq. Okay. Now let's look at Hara 47. That explains why would you suggest? No, it's never saying that even if we're going to accept that the Torah is calling him when it said, applies to everything even including this last element of Ilan Israq, that even that is because it's going back to the way it was. The says, nonetheless, that's not good enough because the opinion of our Pinchas itself is that Hashem didn't want it to be that way. Now, why would you suggest that, that's an, that, that, that that statement, Kedesh Asmei also applies to, Ilan, to the idea of Ilan Israq? So say that on our 47. So maybe this is a general header. And now it lists one, two, three things or four things that Zera Ben Yoimai, Elon Ben Yoimai, Eitz Nachal, and Elon Israq is all four details of the original statement. Even if you want to say that. But, says the Rebbe, that actually 
the Ramban, which told us earlier in the in his Teres Hashem Tamima, and in his Pirush Hamboch Kaisar, that the world when Mashiach comes is going to revert back to the way it was before the Chet. He himself says that before the Chet, the Eitz was not Nechal. Which means even though the Karban Aaron said that in Teres Karanim, the fact that the Eitz Nechal is because that's the way it was by Tchilas Abriya, the Ramban's not of that view. The Ramban himself says, we're going to look at the source in a minute, the lawyer you came to Eitz Nechal of Nechet. And Rashi agrees. Rashi goes with the opinion of of Rabbi Yudav Shalom in the Medrash, based on the Pnei Moshe, that the mis- that the mistake that the Earth did was by producing. I'm sorry. The mis- it goes according to the opinion of Rabbi Yudav Shalom in the Medrash that the mistake the Earth made is Hashem wanted eight Nachal and He made not eight Nachal, which means both according to the Ramban and according to Rashi, even before the Chet, there was no such thing as eight Nachal. Which means, therefore, that the Eitz Nechal in Mashiach's time is unrelated to the way it was with Tchilas Right? Because because Tchilas the Eitz was not Nechal according to Ramban and Rashi. So let's see the Ramban and Rashi. So here's the Ramban. The Ramban in Bereshis is quoting the Pasuk, which says that Hashem says, uh, that called Ace of Asada Yamlil Akhla, that you should, that the other magician was told to eat from all the, everything that grows on the earth. And Rashi there says that both animals and human beings, other than Chava, were to be eating in the same status. It's to say they're all going to eat plants and not eat animals. They're going to eat together. The Lashon in Rashi is called Yerek, uh, where is it? Called Yerek Ace of Asada Yamlil Akhla Animals and humans will eat together. Humans meaning other will eat together from through the land, and the idea of eating animals only came after Noyach. Now the Ramban says no. It's not true that other were not allowed to eat animals until after the Mabel by, by Noyach's time. Nonetheless, there was a difference between humans and animals. Animals had to eat um, the the Asev itself, whereas humans ate. So before the humans were told to eat fruit from the tree, but not any of the growth itself. Now, the Ramban doesn't say clearly that the eight that the eight wasn't edible. He just says that Hashem told them they can't eat it. But if they can't eat it, why would it be edible? Now, Rashi, which, as I mentioned before, actually says that humans and animals ate the same, which means humans were allowed to eat uh, the actual eights. And even according to him, the eights wasn't nachal, even though there was no command against it. Right? Eights pri, shiatama, eights katama pri, that's what Hashem wanted. Hashem punished the earth along with the with Adam because of the mistake that he that the earth made. So maybe this is how the Hara flows. Never first starts off by saying that maybe the terrorist kingdom is giving a general introduction. And maybe that covers all the things that will follow, including Eitz Nachal and Ilan Israq. Maybe that's what you're going to say. And everybody rejected that by saying that even if you're going to say that about the terrorist kingdom, maybe that's a correct reading of, 
of the teres koinim, like the carbon iron suggests to be the teres koinim, but that can't be the issue. That can't be the reason why oilam kmenhaganog means to revert back to lifneachet because the original teva was Hashem didn't want it to make ilon. Hashem wanted there to be ilon esrak, and the earth changed and made no ilon esrak. Even if you're going to say the teres koinim is saying that Mashiach is going to go back the way it was by before the chet. But before the chet doesn't mean it's original teva. It's original teva is what Hashem wanted. That's what they reject, rejected in the pnim. Now they were saying in the Haggadah, one second, furthermore, that Ramban says that humans did not eat um, the actual eggs. And presumably that means because the eggs was not nachal. And yet the Ramban is also of the opinion that Mashiach is going to come and revert back to pre-chet. And obviously he also agrees that eggs nachal. So obviously the fact that eggs nachal Mashiach comes is not related to the fact that before the chet is not related to the fact of the world going back to the way it was before the chet, because before the chet still ate in a nachal. Now, even according to Rashi, where humans were allowed to eat eights, it still was, wasn't eights oisapri. It still wasn't eights nachal. That's the how this order flows. And therefore, the fact that when Mashiach comes, there's going to be eights nachal, and therefore the same thing with non israq making fruit, doesn't have to be related to the fact that the world's going back to the way it was before the chet. This is maybe how this flows. Now, the third reason why the Rebbe rejects this, uh, this, this solution, this solution that of the Avodah Sakhodesh, that means that we're going back to the way the world was before the Chet. So, first, the Rebbe says it's difficult to say that that's Pshat and Teres Karnam, because Teres Karnam doesn't mention explicitly at Ilan Israq that it's going back to the way it was. Even if you're going to touch that way in Teres Karnam, that's not the original nature that, that there shouldn't be Ilan Israq for character. The original nature is that there should be Ilan Israq, because that's what Hashem wanted. Just that he samcha, the earth added. And now here the Rebbe comes, comes the Iker, uh, uh, the Rebbe's opinion, the, 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 the Iker Kash of the Rebbe. However, you're going to touch Teres Kainan, however, you're going to touch what's Pshat, its original nature. Whether you're going to resolve Repinchas or whether you're going to resolve Teres Kainan, in the Rambam, it's difficult to touch this way. From the continuation of what the Rambam writes, Shiloh, the Rambam is coming to the gate. Not a chiddush in how Hashem created the world. I don't know what called that there's not, when Shia comes, there's not going to be anything that ever was in creation. That's not what the Rambam, that's not what the Rambam is saying. The change is in the way in the world is accustomed to acting. Not its inherent nature. It could have a thousand inherent natures, but that's not the minog of the oilam. El oilam kumin the world's going to keep, we're going to look at the RS in a minute. The, the world is, uh, continues to operate on its custom. So how, what's the custom right now of the world? The custom of the world right now is Elon Israq do not produce fruit. Ah, it has an embedded teva. That's not the minigav. That's not its minig. And if, if the world, if the, if Elon Israq are going to start producing fruit, that's, even if it's, it's nature somewhere deep down in, in its original history, it's not the minig. As there was mafarat. Pidush when Hagishalam, means that this is the way the world operates as a matter of fact. How a Nakimina cloud must and Nikvan Hagazim makes a difference when this minute started. Whether the minute of the way the world operates now started at the beginning of creation or later at the Chet and says that in Hora 50. <laughs> the, the, the date for the current Anhog is even later. Never mind by the Chet, it's even later. 
because only after the, only after the Mabal does Hashem promise nothing's going to change in the world. But either way, it doesn't make a difference when the minhag started. The minhag is the way it operates now. Because the minhag right now is that certain trees don't bear fruit and, and wild animals are wild. The Rebbe's kasha and the Rebbe's kasha. The kachli and the gosam shalom is v'chayis elum. Al feishonam b'lishin. It's been thousands of years that these are the, that certain trees don't produce fruit and animals are wild. Harezeo menomish shalom. This becomes the current status of the world's minute, even if someone embedded in its deep history, it wasn't that way. Vim nasa shinui. And if some change happens, shemislagim heipachachanor gosam zu. In opposition to the way it behaves now, harezeo bitl dog menomish shalom. This is considered a bitl menomish shalom. Even if once upon a time, it once was that way. Before we get to the next uh, parentheses with the Ha'ara, we'll get the Ha'ara here in 49. And everybody says like this. So let's see what they were talking about. Over here, right, I mentioned, we mentioned this before. There's Perikid Beis and Perikid Alf and Perikid Beis. And Perikid Alf, the Rambam talks about um, that Mashiach doesn't have to do any miracles. Like it says over here, Well, here he uses the Russian Machadish. There's nothing Machadish. And he brings the Raya from Rabbi Kiva. We talked about that Raya in the last year. So here the Russian is, not that Mashiach isn't going to change the Minuk, but that Mashiach isn't going to be Machadish anything. Right? Whereas the Russian here is, in the beginning of Pedakid Beis, the Russian is, they recorded it right at the beginning. So it's like three things. First of all, the world's going to keep on operating as is. And moreover, there won't even be a chidish and But rather, the world's going to operate, not just that nothing's going to change from here, but that the current minug is going to continue. So there's, it's like, it's not only we're not going to mevatel in the minug, but the current minug is going to continue. And not only we're not going to be mevatlin minig, but we're not going to be mechadish anything in my sabbatious, and the world, the current minig is going to continue. Not just, not just we're not going to be mevatl, but even that which is will continue as is. So therefore, the, the double lushin negates the notion that somehow going back to the way it was thousands of years ago is not considered a shinui. That's definitely a shinui of the minig olam atta. Back to where we are, which means, therefore, we could say, by the way, then, Suggesting this, maybe I'm wrong. That had the lashon only been that Mashiach is not going to be machadish anything, as is the lashon in Perakid Aleph, where Mashiach doesn't have to mivatel anything, then maybe Yitzchak could have said that he's not being machadish anything in Ma'aseh Bereishis, but he's going back to the beginning of Ma'aseh Bereishis. That Yitzchak could have said. But since the lashon is Olam Kamenhagen of the world's going to continue as it is, then you can't say already that we're going back to the way it was at the beginning of Ma'aseh Bereishis. Which means like this beauty of Avodas Hakodesh could apply to Perakid Aleph, but not to Perakid Beis. Maybe. And maybe that's what they were doing this see here by saying which is different because the Beis Hashanah here is double expression. Um, and okay, Hara 50 we saw already. Now let's go to print the final point here, the parentheses. And footnote 
52 and 51. Okay. Now, the Aim Mokam Loimar, don't say, says the Rebbe, my pointer here. The Aim don't say, says the Rebbe, that trees, even ones that don't bear fruit, never lost their minug. Even now, they're supposed to bear fruit. But because of external forces, namely, they don't make any fruit poil. That really, these are calm animals, but there's an external force forcing them to act wild. Don't say that. That's, that's, that's not the case. It would be a very shvera thing to say that for thousands of years, like there's, there's a suppression of a natural phenomenon. It's a modern thing to say. The meaning is, when the chet happens, his battle The old nature is over, and there's a new nature. Not just that by nature they're supposed to give fruit, but Hashem is suppressing it. By nature they are wild beasts. Not just that they're supposed to be calm, but Hashem is prodding them to be wild. That's not the case. Let's see note 52. Therefore, it's mutter. To uh, do uh, to do uh, kilayim between different types of vilon esrak, apishein and minu, even if they're different types. See the Ramah, we're going to look in a second, look in the Shach, and the same thing is Ramah's opinion. We saw this in the Maraponim, Yerushalmi Shabara 14, 43 star. We saw that already. I noted that before that the Maraponim makes this whole pilpul, that because the Isra of kilayim comes from the tzivu of Hashem commanding what to grow, and Hashem never commanded vilon esrak, therefore the tzivu does not apply to vilon esrak, and the, the Maraponim learned that in the Ramah. So the reason why you're allowed to be Markiv, because now they don't have that at all. Now here's something very interesting. That's okay. So this, before we get to what I find interesting, let's just finish. Let's look at, look at the sources here in the Ramah and the Shach. Okay, the point that we're saying is that the fact that by nature right now these trees are not supposed to make fruit is why it's not just a theoretical thing that for thousands of years, it's difficult to say that Hashem is suppressing nature, but it actually has a logic application. The, the fact that this is naturally a tree which doesn't produce fruit is why I'm allowed to do kalayim between one type of Ilan Israq and another type of Ilan Israq. Because by nature, they don't, because not, their nature is not to produce any fruit. Okay. So there's a logic application to this. So let's look at the Ramah. Ramah says, there was first sign to Ramah and Yerdea Reish Sadekei Sivvav, and then says to look at Sivgimel, and then says to the Shachan Sivgimel. So let's see. So first Sivvav the Ramah, Bechein Sraka Gabi Srak, Shari, one doing Kalayim between one Srak and another is Mutter, Afapish, and Minu, even though they're a different type. Okay. Now we go back to Sivgimel. Over here there's no Ramah. Over here it's just the Shachan Arach which says, Mutter Lizra Yisroyim, Zera Ilon Keachad. The Isser of, of Kilayim for Ilonis is not to plant them together. That's a different Isser. But for Ilonis is Dafke. There's a stickle purple about this look in the Mephorshim, but we're not going to go in there now. The point is that, at least according to this opinion, um, the Isser of Kilayim, well, everybody reads the Isser of Kilayim is limited to this, but there could be other Isser that we're going to get to this video. But the Easter of Kalayim is only Benegia grafting, which means you take um, a, a branch from one tree and you stick it into a branch of another tree and then they start to grow together even after they're fully, after they're grown out of the earth. So this is the only time it's Easter. Ben Elon Beyerek, whether you're mixing a tree in vegetable, Ben Yerek Beyerek, Ben Yerek Beyerek, Sheinimino, Bafilu Eitzrak, Al Eitz Michael, by Eitz Michael, Al Eitzrak. What about Eitzrak on top of another Eitzrak? 
about that? Says the Shach. I'll eat my chokhob mashma. Ha gav srak. I feel she ate him in a shorty. So everybody is telling us to look at the Shach to say that's not just the Ramah's opinion that Tuila and Israq are allowed to be Bikilayim, but even the Machaber agrees, as the Shach points out, because the Ramah, the Machaber does not mention it here in the list of things that are not supposed to go together, which means it's allowed to go together. Okay. What's interesting, I think, is Lachura, Order 52 here has come to tell us that this idea that by nature these are trees that don't make fruit has a Lachak application. In that, I'm allowed to be markiv one in stock, another in stock, and no iser kilayim. But lechuda, everybody told us in order fourteen, in order of fourteen, that there's another halachic application to a difference between ilan stock and not ilan stock. All right, they were told us when it comes to eitz Michael, you're not allowed to cut them down. When it comes to eitz ilan stock, you are allowed to cut them down. And there's a whole pulp over here. Why am I allowed to cut down Elon Slack today? If later when Mashiach comes, it's going to bear fruit. And they ever said, because right now, it's so this is another halakhic application. And over here, Debra does not tell us to look at that harder. And over there, that harder doesn't tell us to look at here, which is a little, it's not a major question, but to of Einai, why there's no cross reference. The front that Debra over here is, Debra is assigned to Sivov, which says that the loss, which right, in Sivov, Debra told us that there's two different ways of, of seeing what it means that when Mashiach comes, there's going to be fruit on these lonely rock, either naturally it's going to produce it that way, or you to do it's going to be unnatural to it. So there isn't a sign to that idea. So there isn't a sign to later. But like, I'm just curious as to why this nafmin alacha comes here at the beginning, and that nafmin alacha comes over there, when seemingly they're both making the same point. That because naturally, right, because right now, the nature of this tree is not to produce fruit, therefore A, you're allowed to cut it down, and as a hara 14. And number two, as is a hara, where is it? What's, what number is it? How do we just finished? Hara 52, that you'll have to be marked to Ilan Israq. Not a major question. There's no stida here, but Tamua, why there's no cross reference and why this one here and that one there. Okay, Mr. Shem, the next year, we're going to look at Oisius, Ches, and Tes, which is the beginning of the Rebbe's beer.